Yo. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? We got I got another confession right off the bat again. Let's hear it. What'd you do now? Man, I'm getting so mad that I'm not watching the last dance, man. <laughs> the level of depression is real. Just saying. And then it doesn't help that you always seem to text me on those nights. Dude, I get amped up when I'm watching. Man, I'm just block you at like on Sundays. Yeah, just I'm just shut it you. off. I'm just block you <laughs> for sure. For Those sure. of you who haven't seen it, check out The Last Dance. Um, Hooper and I are both big Mike Jordan guys, primarily because of his work ethic and the way he handled his business, though, versus like, you know, oh, my gosh, he's so good. You know, when you get to that level, everybody's good. It's who's who's tough, who's mentally ready. That's why That's why I think I'm loving The Last Dance. And that's why I know Cooper will too. Oh yeah, for for sure, for sure. Um, you know, and just just the mentality, man. You know, and that's that's the type of mentality that you need um, if you're really trying to accomplish something on a really really high level. Um, and that's that's why I know I, I'm going to love it when I buy it. So, uh, but anyways, that's that's enough. Uh, Caleb, how's, how's your week been? Week is really good, man. Um... I never was a weather guy, but my wife really is. And it's making me become that too. You know, when two become one, right? So like, beautiful outside. I'm in a good mood. Business is good. You know, like business is always good. It's either good or an opportunity to be good. So I'm good. How are you doing, man? I'm great, man. I'm great. Just again, just working on some things. Um, But yeah, family's good. I'm good. Uh, gym's good. Can't complain. Loving it. But uh, other than that, it's, can't complain. Can't complain. Rock solid. Who we got on the show today? Hey, we don't. I thought we don't tell them at the intro though. My bad. Um, <laughs> all right. Today's show is gonna be good. We're gonna bring some heat. Uh... All right, guys. Well, uh. Our, uh, we'll let you guys know who the next guest here in a little bit. Thanks. All right. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb. Make sure we save the Cooper first. Keep everybody happy. Uh, <laughs> Cooper, please introduce us to our uh, no- notorious, illustrious guest. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, really pumped uh, for our special guest we have on today. Uh, he played uh, on the Bison uh, from 09 to uh, 2014. Uh, he's part of the, the three-peat uh, championship teams. Uh, he was in the league, the NFL league, for five years. And now he uh, owns a bar in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, staying in contact with him, he's a really good friend of mine, uh, Marcus Williams, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Appreciate that, Coop. <laughs> I tried, man. I no, tried. No, I that's tried. good, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, so Marcus, why, you know, for, you know, I feel like everyone knows you, but um, just let everyone know, like, a little bit, like, you know, who you are, um, you know, what you're doing, and, and why you're doing what you're doing now. Well, like you said, yeah, I'm, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, 
born and raised here. High school, went to Hopkins. Uh, like you said, went to NDSU, played there. Won three rings. I was fortunate enough to go to NFL afterwards. Played uh, for five years for the Jets, for the Texans, for Tampa Bay and Chicago. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, 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 last summer, I had some free time and I was talking to uh, I was I was talking to my dad. Like we were just trying to figure out how to do. Like where should we go? Like post football and post things like that. Just. Just not saying I was done with it completely, but just trying to focus on that area just so we can get prepared before anything happens. And and he was just asking me, like, what do you like? Like, what do you want? And I was telling him, I was like, uh, I'm not really sure. I was like, I want to probably do a lounge or something. And he was he was like, well, you got to come up with an idea or something, like what you really want to do. And I was like, man, I really don't know. So I just, I went down, to, well, I was playing in Houston. There was a lot of places like that. And I was able to be down there and, and, and catch, like, the type of vibe, the type of energy and things that I wish that we had up here in Minnesota. So I was, I came back to my dad a few weeks later. I was like, well, man, I think we can do a restaurant because a friend of mine that I know, he had his own restaurant. I was like, man, I probably want to get into that business. I think, I think that'd be a good idea. So the was crazy thing about it. So this guy who actually was owning it, he just he started. It was actually the breakfast bar at first. He started the breakfast bar, and he was like a few months into it. He was like, "Man, I, I really want somebody that like Marcus. You think you know somebody who would be interested in like like either buying this or or co going into it with me?" And I was like, "It's just crazy. It just hit my eye. I'm like, man, that's what I've been thinking about this whole time." So I was like, man, I might know someone. I didn't really say it at the time, but I was like, I'll get back to you. <laughs> so then, <laughs> so then I talked. I spoke back over with my father, and uh, we was like, well, we'll see what it is. We'll see how much it costs. And if you think this is what you want to go with, this is what he's telling me. If you think this is what you want to go with, then uh, I think we should do it. So that's pretty much like the background of how we got it. Uh, you know, talking to the guy, and I'm getting it for a good price. We uh, bought it in last June of 2019, opened up July uh, 2nd, and uh, we've been doing pretty well ever since, so it's pretty good. That's a great story. Um, I have two follow-up questions. Just Well, let me let me go first. Yeah, me you, go first. you go first, Coop. Yep. <laughs> no, I love... It's the Cooper and Caleb show. <laughs> just just relax. Yeah. Just relax. Before you go, I just want to put this in here. No, like, Marcus, right off the bat, I love how you said that, you know, when you're towards you know kind of that time in your career you were already like had that foresight or that forethought to think ahead like what's what's, the next move what's the next move for me you know if if something were to happen so i just i just wanted to touch on that real quick yeah that's like that yeah no that's definitely a big thing i mean you know we hear all the time in college um and that's when you just start thinking about like a backup plan just in case you don't make it to the NFL, then what are you going to do? So it was always something, even so back then, even in college, I feel like I had a pretty much idea of what I would do if I didn't go there. So then it was just the same thing. It just made it that much easier when I got to the NFL. But then I had a little bit more money. I was able to do more things. So it was like, let's let's start, let's start getting on this now. My dad, I mean, he always raised me that way. So just to think ahead and always try to be ahead of things. So it was like, let's try to jump on this. Let's get this thing going because you never know what can happen. Yeah, we made it happen. Yeah. You said you said you uh, 
uh, you said you you had this idea, like you had a friend doing it first. Yeah. You know, or like established. What was the, what were some of the questions you were asking him just like logistically? Because first of all, I think that's super smart because why reinvent the wheel, right? Mm -hmm. You leverage, leverage the relationship you had, but what were some of those conversations? Like? Well, just pretty much just basically what, like, do you think it's worth it first? That's the number one thing. Mm -hmm. Like how, how much are you making? What's the possibility of you can make? What's the, like, cause you know what I mean? The restaurant business, they always say it's a tough business because a lot of the businesses fail. So I asked them what certain areas here in Minnesota should I go after? Um, what type of food should I sell? Uh, should we do alcohol? Should we not? And just certain things like that. And um, and it was like I said, it was just so fortunate because the spot was already here and it was already going at that time. So then when I was able to come in, some people already knew about it, but then a lot of people didn't. So I brought like a big following as well. And then mm -hmm. so it was like a lot of things. So then we just critiqued the the menu a little bit. That's what he told me. He said just go in there, make sure you critique the, the menu. Make sure you get the things that were selling. You keep those things on there and things that are not selling. Try to take those things off and find other things that you think will sell that people want. And he said that will help you guys out a lot. Man, that's that's good. So, Marcus, let's rewind a little bit. And, and if you can, just touch a little bit on your experience in the playing in the NFL. You know, because you were – you know, one of the, you know, one one of the best guys to come through NDSU uh, when you played. So let's let's talk about like how, you know, just your experience being in the in the league for the time you were. I would love to hear too. Like, don't go there. Some some of the no. <laughs> I'm saving you for later, Cooper. I'm saving you for later. No, I was. No, we'll, we'll, I, I might ask that question just because you brought it up, but no. Uh, <laughs> Talk about some of the relationships you made that you were able to, you know, give yourself, drive yourself and other people too. I mean, because you just you get in a room full of talented people, whether it's on the field mm -hmm. or mentally, yeah. right? I mean, I'm sure it was both. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I mean, like you said, well, just starting off, man, it's the experience it was just a, a dream come true. You know, it was something that you've been working for, been working towards your whole life, and. Being able to get there, man, it was definitely a dream come true. But you knew it was just going to be that much more work from there. And um, and like you said, just the relationships, man. I mean, I, I remember I just get down to Houston. I'm with the number one pick of the whole draft, Clowney. Uh, mm -hmm. You walk yep. into a room, got J.J. Watt. So, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. You're in a room with a guy who's, who's probably on his 12th season, Jonathan Joseph. You know what I'm saying? I'm a rookie. So, it's, it's just it was just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Things like that, man. Just... But you, but you build a relationship with these guys, and you figure out that these guys are man. They're just like you, man. They're trying to be mm -hmm. the best, but you see the hard work that they're putting in every single day, and you like, man. If you want to be even close to where they're at, man, and you see what they're doing, you're going to, have to make sure you're doing that, and sometimes doing more. Sharks swim with sharks, oh for right? sure, definitely. So it made you want to be a big bad shark. Yeah, sure. no, for sure. And then, I mean, you build some friendships. I remember. I mean, and then with. Went over to the Jets, man. Was able to play with guys like Percy Harvin, uh, Michael Vick was there my rookie year, Chris Johnson, Eric Decker, who's from Minnesota, uh, Brandon Marshall, and Darrell Revis, you know what I'm saying, Cromartie. So it was, it was some great guys that you 
that you see put hard work in every single day just to become the best that you can name these guys off and everybody knows exactly who they are. So this, you just mm-hmm. see that work that they put in every single day to studying, to taking care of your body with in the weight room, through eating, health, how they're doing. So, man, it's just it's just crazy. And then you got guys who you just play with and that you could talk to. I know I, I still got probably a group of 10 who I'd probably talk to every other day. So you just build those relationships, those brotherhoods that will last forever. Mm-hmm. So, so when you learn, I mean, you're a high-level player, right? And then you go to the NFL and you realize, like, man, like I, I got to be – I'm great. I got to be perfect, yep. right? When When you're done playing – let's bring it back to the restaurant and kind of, I mean, every, anybody who's ever played sports, whether you, you know, stop playing in the eighth grade or when you're 35, you know, you're, you're missing that piece now. Mm-hmm. How did you, how did you channel that work ethic you had, you know, into your business? Cause now you started this yeah. business, but you, then you, I mean, then you had to get to work. Yeah, right? no, for sure. I just look at it basically as a challenge, you know, I mean, cause it's not something that I'm, I mean, I didn't go to school for food. You know, I didn't go to school to be a, a restaurant owner or something like that. So it was just a challenge. And like in all sports, I mean, there's always challenges that you're trying to conquer. Each, I mean, you set goals, you try to get there. So that's what I'm doing here. Uh, I have goals that I've set and, and I'm just a guy who I'm very competitive. So, and I love to win, you mm. know, I, I love to do well. I love to see things do well. So that's how I'm attacking this. And that's how I'm going towards that. That's how I keep that. I got to, I got to, I got to quit uh, hogging the questions. No, you're last good. One. No, no, you're good. Coop. Yeah. Last one, Coop. Let's not go there. Marcus, are you watching The Last Dance? Oh, right yeah, now? I'm definitely tuned in, man. It's probably <laughs> like locked yeah, in. Yeah, I'm definitely right? locked in. How could you not yeah, watch nah, it? Yeah, no, this is. And that's what you, man, you just talk about that competitive edge, man. You see what Michael Jordan was mm. doing just to be who he is, you know what I'm saying? Just the yeah, elite. Elite, exactly. He's definitely probably the, I mean, the, you just see what type of competitor he is, what type of player he was, what type of leader he was and man you just you have no choice but to just just put your hands up like man this dude's just the greatest i love how he backed himself into a corner at all times yeah he did he definitely did you know what I'm, like he's always just there's no other option mm-hmm. all right my bad coop what no you got, it's all it's all good man it's all good <laughs> uh market so when you so when you made the transition from you know college to the league was there anything that you know, that kind of was like an eye opener for you maybe in that first year or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what an eye opener for sure was this, how much more free time you have for sure as an mm-hmm. athlete. And because, I mean, I know in college you still got school, you know what I'm saying, that you got to focus on. So mm-hmm. now it's like you get to practice uh, or OTA or wherever you're at and you're there for however long you're there, and then you're home, and it's like now, what do you do? So that's so you gotta. So those are times where you have to balance things like studying. Like how much time are you gonna study? When are you gonna study? Uh, family, you know, what I'm saying, you're where they at? Are they across the? Are they across the country? Are you gonna see them? Are you planning different things? So a lot of different things start coming into motion, and where it's like, okay, now. You got to understand where well, this is where you really becoming a man. You really becoming uh, a little grown up, like everybody said. So it's like you got to start focusing on those little things, how to uh, manage your time. I mean, that was my big thing for me: time management for sure. You had all that. You mean you had? We were we were talking to Coach Kramer the other day. I mean, you had 
a student athlete, you're like the most structured lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Versus now it's all on your and then own. Like you just said, all all that freedom. What would you go back and tell you, the rookie Marcus Williams to do with his schedule? What do you wish you would have done better? Man, I really that's that's, that's a that's a that's a good question because I know what I was doing. I was definitely trying to study more. I wish I probably would have. I don't know. Probably got in the weight room just a little bit more because I know once I got done with college with Coach Kramer, I definitely, I was like, if I didn't have to do it, I was not going to do it now <laughs> in the weight room. <laughs> and then the thing is, so they give you certain days. They give you certain days where you probably go in the weight room. Because I'm, I'm, I know I'm sure I'm going in there every day. I mean, they say you go in there three times a day. I mean, I mean three times a week. I was probably going there about five for sure just to stay tuned. But I probably would just – Instead of trying to get stronger, I was just trying to stay where I was at. But I feel like sometimes I could have probably pushed a little bit more. But I mean, other than that, I mean, really, I mean, I worked hard though, really, especially that year where I feel like, man, I went up and but to prove myself. So I was working, working my tail off just to get, I mean, just to get somewhere. Right, you get a chip on the shoulder. Yeah, for does, sure. Uh, does Coach Kramer follow you on Twitter, man? I think he does. I think he did. Oh, it was kind of Cooper. Hey, bro, I didn't go to the league for five years. <laughs> you didn't get one. I didn't get no follow back, man. I followed him, but oh, this man. is not the this is not the podcast, Caleb. I don't know why you brought that up. Even after you talked to him, didn't you just you guys just talk to him? He still didn't follow him? <laughs> Marcus, don't amp this. Uh, don't amp this, Marcus. He's don't tough. do it. <laughs> he's, tough. he's tough. He's tough. He's tough. It actually, he's tough. It actually shocked me that he even had one in the first place. That was. When I seen him get a Twitter, yeah, yeah. I was hilarious. I said oh, he definitely man. changed up. He probably softened up a little bit. That's crazy. That's crazy. Marcus, so in in your restaurant business now, um, you know, it's you know, just hearing how you got into it and <clears throat> what you're doing. Um, are there a couple of uh, lessons? I'm sure there's many lessons, but like if you had one or two big lessons that you've learned so far in, you know, being a business owner and running a restaurant, um, what are those? Uh, well, main thing is you got to know who to trust. And, I mean, that's just an experience. Just, I've seen other people fail at where I told myself, well, when I get into this thing, I'm going to have probably one or two other people where I know I could trust with everything with this business that I know something happens where I can't be there, I can't make it, I can count on this person. So and that's what I've done. I've I got my dad with me, who's also a partial owner, and one of his best friends, who's also like an uncle of mine, and mm. he actually had a business as well. He's the guy I was talking about, who 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 ran the other business. So I know I could trust these guys because these guys been with me through everything, and I've been with them right behind, just learning, and they've been teaching me. So I said, when I go into this, that's one thing, that's one lesson for sure. I'm gonna find someone I trust. And then second thing is, and the second thing experience really is staffing, knowing who to hire, knowing who's there for the right reasons and for the team. And also another one, just to throw another thing, is just consistency, just being consistent in everything that we're doing at the breakfast bar. We're making sure at the front of the house where our servers, you guys are doing this, this, and that, because that's how we do it at the bar. Back of the house in the kitchen, you're making it this way, certain way, every single time. And then bartenders, you're serving this way every single time. And just we're trying to just make sure we keep getting this thing consistent, consistent, consistent every single time so that we know that's how we're doing it. And that's what 
me, my dad, and, and my uncle, that's what we're preaching, consistency every single day so that everybody knows that's how we do it at the breakfast bar. We're trying to make sure every customer that comes in here has the greatest experience that they can have. Like creating that culture. Yes. And it's it's no different than how you train for a sport or run a business, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, mean, no, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely the same way. All right, we had a quick technical difficulty, but Marcus was talking to us about his dad, and you know, he he just finished up a, a great story about a great team, a basketball team at Hopkins 2009. But Marcus, talk to us about your pops, man. He's a big yeah, no, important like person. Saying, you know, yeah, he's a a bigger part, a big part of who I am today. How did just how he molded me when I was a kid? Uh, he was just a a guy who I mean, I'll see day in day out, just putting the hard work. Uh, late nights, he'll be up. Even the time I'm supposed to be asleep, I'll wake up, I'll see him working. And just every single day, just, and it was just molding me to just see that hard work he was putting in. And then he was also a coach of mine growing up, too. So he coached me in football and basketball, mm. too. So he'll, man, he'll just push me. He'll just push me so much, man. And I would, and my thing was I was going to let him down. So I would just work as hard as I can just to make sure he was proud. Are you the oldest, Marcus? Uh, no, I have too? an older brother and an older sister as well. Okay, I just I'm always curious, you know, different, you know, different siblings and relationship with their parents. You know, a lot of it's personality, but you know, sometimes it's the youngest or the oldest have that yeah. special connection. Yeah, no, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, and, and he, so he's a big part of your life. Yeah. Still today, you know. How often do you guys still? Oh, well, we talk connect? every day. I mean, just because the restaurant business and everything. So we probably talk two, three times a day, just trying to make sure we're getting things right, everything situated, and make sure we're getting things for the bar right. And I mean, the family things too as well. So we just have Mother's Day and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. just connecting and things like that. Mm-hmm. Marcus, I got to ask, with um, <clears throat> with everything going on with this virus and everything, how – how has this this whole situation been for you guys in, so, in the bar? For us, it, it definitely hurt us for sure. Uh, we actually uh, stopped business for the time being uh, just because it wasn't bringing in. We were doing takeout for a while, but it just wasn't bringing in the revenue that, yeah, it wasn't making wasn't sense. Make it, sense. It, it just stay open, which was yeah. fine. Uh, so we're, as of now, we're not open, but this actually gave us time because we have a patio. And we have some other things that we were trying to figure out how to do and when we're going to have some time to do it. And now this is like perfect time for us to fix the patio, get things out there that we want to do for our our customers, uh, get the, 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 the right hiring people in, making sure we're getting more staff because it's going to be, we're going to be using the patio now because it's not winter, it's summer and things like that. So we're yep. actually, yep. It's, it's, it's hurting us in the case of like revenue and making money, but it's helping us in the future and the plan that we have where we didn't really have some time. We would probably wouldn't have had this time to do these things that we want to do right now. Man, I love it. I love it. It's what, it's what you do with exactly. the time yeah, you got making right up now. For it, for sure. it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what, um, you know, since you've been doing the bar, um, Marcus, has there been any moments like that hit you like, oh, this is okay. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. That this was the right yeah, choice. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I just see uh, how well we were doing, really, and I was 
and we just seen the, how the numbers just kept increasing each and every month. That's definitely made it rewarding where it's like, okay, Marcus, this probably was a, a great investment, something that you definitely work for and, and, and your vision that you seen and at first is actually coming true. So that's definitely one thing. I mean, I've seen it. I mean, we've been getting, I get a ton of compliments from people who come all the way from, I've had people come from Florida, from Texas, from all over, just come here and tell me how good the food is or how good the experience is and just the vibe and everything on that's going on at the bar. And if, and just for me, that just makes it all worth it. Man, that's, that's great. That's great. I, I'm speechless a little bit. <laughs> what, what's, what kind of new purpose did it give you? Well, really, uh, well, it showed me, man, that cause I always was like, I remember, I'm like, man, I don't know, like, because football is really all I've done. And sports is really all I've been in. Cause I, you had, yeah, I had you know, it was right? everything. I mean, so to. I really thought I was probably going to get into sports or something after that. But when this, like I said, this opportunity came across, it just gave me that different drive where it's like, okay, now we're, it's not so much where I got to like, train on my body is something I have to I've I've have a whole business now. I have to focus on all my I gotta work I gotta worry about the people that's working in there. Uh these guys are looking up to me, these guys are looking after me. these guys are I'm looking after them. I'm trying to make sure they're fine. And then the customers as well. I'm trying to make sure every single customer mm-hmm. in there is getting the experience, getting the food, getting everything they want out of the breakfast bar. So it's like now I have to put, I got to put my attention to things like that. I got to figure out, I got to worry about how other people feel instead of worrying about just me solely, how I feel and how I'm doing on the field. Uh, talk about what's next. Are you a big goal setter? I mean, obviously short term, get this restaurant rolling once we're able to, <clears throat> you know, get it back to cash mm-hmm. going and successful and, something you're something you're proud of but do you have like big goals you're uh, i mean well too? the bar is definitely my biggest goal for sure getting this thing back going but um i'm i'm actually in i have some other ideas other investments that i'm 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 starting to work on as of now actually over the last month so hopefully i'm so we're we're in the middle of with talking with some guys that i know that i play with and we're trying to get some things rolling. So hopefully if this thing goes, I'll be able to let everybody know and, and talk about this and, and see where this goes for sure. That's awesome, man. You're, you're working towards. You're all, yeah, always definitely. Always trying forward, to find something right? else for I sure. Mean, yes. On definitely. to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. On to the next thing. Marcus, what, um, <clears throat> for you personally, um, what are you, what are you doing to continue to, um, you know, keep making the better version of, of yourself. Oh man. Well, just trying to be better than I was yesterday. You know, just every day making sure, uh, I'm making sure no days are wasted. You know what I'm saying? Take advantage of every single day because especially in a time like now, it's easy to just get down, you know what I'm saying? And relax or, or get lazy or just complain about what's going on. But I mean, that's just not me. That's not my mindset. So, I'm just trying to make sure. I, I mean, I, so I work. I do a workout training every single day just to keep my mind fresh, just to keep my body fresh. Uh, I go to the bar, just mm-hmm. just just pick up on little things, just trying to figure out ideas, 
and business things like that just to keep myself going because this is a hard time and it would it could be easy for me to just be like man you know the bar is not open uh, i'm just going to chill but this is actually a time and it's a big challenge not for me but just for everybody in the world right now and we're trying to i know i'm what i'm trying to do i'm trying to make sure i'm better once this thing is over than i was before mm. There's there's this big there's this big real estate investor I follow. His name is Jay Scott. Um, he was a big bigger pockets guy. If if you if anybody listening knows who that is, and he actually started uh, an offshoot podcast. He was hired by them to start the Bigger Pockets Business Podcast. And you know it's always good to be following people smarter than you, more yeah. successful than you, right? People you want to be striving to be yeah. like. And yeah. his thing is the people who look at you know, this pandemic as an opportunity to, to grow, to, to find a, to find their niche, to find the opportunity. Uh, you know, the people that are going to use this 60 days as, you know, a right. mental boot camp versus the people that'll use it as a vacation. I mean, that's when you're going to see the exponential changes in your life, you know, going forward. Right. Cause yeah, I mean, there's people who can take a weekend off and, you know, like with the pandemic, like, oh, I'll just turn that into two weeks. But, man, if you don't have big goals or if you don't expect a lot out of yourself, yeah, I mean, what kind of happiness yeah. are you going to have, right? I mean, I think it's, I think that's awesome. That, like, just the fact that you're, you know, you were an athlete. I mean, playing playing football as long as you have. I mean, any contact sport, your body gets stinged up, but you continue to take care of yeah, it for sure. every day, right? Like. You want? Can you share? You know what? What else are your routines like? I know you work out every day, but what else is a special part of your routine that you consider essential? That I consider essential. Well, I mean, yeah, we. Well, yeah, I'm trying to get a workout in every single day. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I do most of the days. And like I said, I just go to the bar. Uh, I just try to figure out numbers. Figure out. Right now we're going through mm-hmm. like a financial, so I'm going through numbers, making sure everything's adding up, making sure when we get back, how much things we have to order, and certain things like that. And like I said, it's just certain things just to keep me going and just to keep my drive going every single day. And um, but man, that's really must be my day. It's just there. I work out, go there. I'm there for a few hours. Back home, eat cook you know what I'm saying I probably I definitely tried some new recipes lately that I've probably been seeing on TV or certain things or certain things off the internet <laughs> I don't know they probably don't taste like how they're supposed to but I mean they got the job done Hey, yeah. hey, that, that, there's no, there's no shame in that. Coop, I'm about to hijack this for a minute. So, no, hang on, just wait. Let me, let me get this way, bro. <sighs> all right, this all way, right, bro. All right. Mar- Marcus, do you, do you have any book recommendations? Mm. Oh man, any book recommendations? Coop, that's a tough Great one. Heat, Coop, you know, I'm not the biggest reader. I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm not either. But. I'm more of a podcast guy than a reader. I can give you <laughs> two. I can give you some podcasts. The, the, <laughs> well, actually, no. You know, you know. I got yeah, the, the thing about the thing about reading, man. The the thing about reading is like you either you either read or you no, surround sure. yourself. With and people I definitely know plenty of people that you, read. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, I do know plenty of people that read. Yeah, but uh, could you put me on the spot? Man? I'm at the I'm at the look up for for sure. How about you? How about this? How about okay. you give me some books? How about <laughs> no, you recommend me some books? And I'll get back to you. 
Recommended. Okay, so I thought you were like for sure what you were thinking. Well, I yeah, I know everybody. Say, I see you guys that. just talking about drop. that book for sure. So I mean, everybody knows about yeah. everybody. Hey, knows about that. if you I'll haven't sure, read that, I've book, read that. Yes, you gotta yes, read yeah, that for book. sure. Anybody, yeah, anybody listening has to read that. I was gonna drop. I was gonna drop <laughs> the podcast for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I see you guys were just talking about that too, and that's an amazing book for sure. Um, I would, I would say though, Marcus, uh. Look up Grant yeah. Cardone and look at some of his books, uh, Obsessed or Be Average, or Be Obsessed or Be Average. Um, That's just an offensive and, title, man. And then that gives man. you then no option. <laughs> Who wants to then, be average? And then he's got another one called okay. the 10X Rule. And that, that one is just how you think about everything in life. Like it can be work, finances, family. Um, 10X, just ch- 10X ch- is good. Yeah, change, yeah, change, changing your think basically. Tennis so. is good. Like, think of it as sports is like you know, like oh, I could never make varsity. You know, like oh, I could never, I could never play college. Oh, I could never make pro. And and ten x challenges you to think like when you're 16, instead of thinking you can never make yeah. it, but you know some people do, right? Or right, they know it's going to be tough. It's you plan out from the very start, like oh, I'm uh-huh. going to be a pro bowler, and because you have that plan to be a pro bowler it requires your actions to fall in line with pro bowl players from day one, instead of, Oh, once I get to varsity, I know how the varsity players work. Oh, oh once you, I get you, to pro, you know, right. I see how the pros work. Right. Like you, go ahead. Coop. I'm sorry. I, I, I was going to say, you sound like someone <laughs> recommended that to you. Someone recommended that? Someone, someone may have. Oh, hey, oh, gotcha. Someone. Okay. So, someone may have, you know, gotcha. I mean, gotcha. Okay. That's we'll leave crazy. that person unnamed. <laughs> we'll leave that person unnamed. <laughs> hey, yeah, Mark, Mark, those, those, sure. those no, are my got two you. recommendations, though. I got you. So, I'm going to definitely check yeah. those out. Marcus, do you ever wonder? Do you ever wonder? So, okay. I'm, I'm going to take this to a different place. Um, you know, Cooper knows I, I'm a big Jordan, Jordan guy, Jordan head. I always had all the shoes. Um, I got to play basketball at a small Christian school. Uh, before I went to NDSU, I was always. I lived in that gym at the wellness center right. and I was just trying to destroy people. And I know, I know you're a talented basketball player. Um, did you ever t- in your mind wonder like, man, you know, I was very successful at football, but I wonder what it is. No, like definitely. I do that all the time. And I just remember my first year at NDSU, uh, Saul Phillips asked me like, man, what are you going to do? Are you going to come trial or whatever? And I was actually, because he recruited me and stuff like that. He'd been to a ton of games. Cause they were recruiting a, a, a lot of other guys from my school, so they definitely got to see me play. Uh, so, I mean, with the thing, yeah. was, I mean, I was eligible at the time, too, and then I just had shoulder surgery. So I was like, man, I don't know if I want to take that route because then I know how tough it was, it was going to be for me for just the balance of school, football, and basketball. And so I was like, both yeah, so them. I was like. Both of them. I never really got back to them. Well, I wish I, I mean, I don't know. I wish I probably could have just, I wish I could have gave it a chance just to see. Because, I mean, I talked to Taylor Bryan still all the time, him and Trayvon Wright. And I and I was like, man, I just told these guys, man, I wish I was able to play with them just a little bit. You still talking Who? to Air Bison? Air Bison? Oh, oh, I oh, mean, Trey Air Bison. What I remember sure. about Trayvon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, that yeah, dude had elevators. He definitely, he still can. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it was it was a different breed when those guys got up there. 
Coop, I see, I see you. Hey, get come, up on, come on, come on, come on, Twitch, <laughs> Twitch athlete, man, Twitch athlete. That's funny. Now seeing Coop on the court, definitely he was a, he was, he was a hard worker on the court. Let's just put it there. That's all. That's all Coop knows. Man. That's all Coop knows. Hey, Marcus, hey, what be- else are you doing for fun? What like what else are you? You know, you got this downtime. What yeah, else a little bit of cooking. That. What else um, is going on? You know, I mean, it's not really too much you can do. Uh, I mean, we got some Zoom calls with a, a couple of friends. That was pretty cool. Uh, she got back from NDSU uh, whenever I can do that. I was actually in Arizona with some family, uh, like, right in March. Like, so right when it started, it was crazy. So I was able to, to go out there and get some good sun before I came back to Minnesota. Uh, but it's starting to warm up here as well. So, I mean, for the most part, man, I just try to chill, just hang out, uh, play the video game. Try to not to... see Cooper. I'm not like you. you. I'm not. Mm. I play man. I play a little bit of. I play a little bit. You know, I've always played two K and Madden. Though, but I know you probably on the Call of Duty. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do the shooting games. No, I'm. I'm. Okay, I'm, cool. reti- I'm retired. Man. Okay, I'm cool. Retired. I'm retired. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, Coop's cool, a family man. man, good, now, man. man. Come on now. Oh man, <laughs> I'm. I'm actually selling my Xbox One and Xbox 360. Yeah. If anybody wants to uh, hit me up, man, nobody wants yeah. that stuff. So yeah, I okay, play, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there much anymore like I did in college. But, I mean, I, if I'm bored or I don't have much, much going on, no paperwork or anything, that's what I'm doing. Mar- Marcus, real quick. So you got to talk about, so, like, college. When you guys, because I never really <laughs> played the 2K with you guys, but can you just talk about the competitive – that would happen uh, when you guys, yeah, DJ, and like then, you, Warren, DJ. Do you remember those? Huh? Yeah, we used to come back yelling. <laughs> oh, I remember. <laughs> Man, those used to be some battles. It was some two and two battles. It was really me. It was me and Warren versus DJ and Dan, and it was just so much bad. It was just so funny though, because DJ and Dan took the game so serious. So they're like they'll play. Like, it was no no kidding. Like, Dan would be on the game all day, you know what I'm saying? And then DJ would be playing, like, his my player, his his this and that. And me and Warren didn't really play that much. Like, we'll just come over, you know what I'm saying? We'll play when we just came over. Like, we didn't really play at home that much. So then we'll come over, yeah, and yeah. then, like, me and Warren would, like, beat them, and then we would just be talking trash. Uh, they start getting mad at each other. They'll be good sometimes, too, because they were definitely good, because they, they played it a lot. So I swear, me and Warren would get the best of them every single time. It was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, my thoughts would yeah. my thoughts about DJ is you meet DJ; he's the nicest guy, you know. But and then as soon as you're competing with anything, oh, easily, he's like, like he's definitely a different him. person. Chill, like yeah. he's the most chill, chillest dude ever. And, yeah. then, and then as soon as it's a competition, like yeah. you see him bite his lower lip, and then his trash talk is the worst too. Because he's like this. He'll just hit on you. He'll just tap on you like you good, and then you like, and you know you. Yeah. He do that oh, all the time. Oh man, he. Yeah, cool now. In practice too, he would do that. He would, yeah, he would he do good. that. I just, like, I just killed you right there. Like, that dude, he was sneaky. He was a beast. Super sneaky, and he could play ball too, basketball yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I love playing against him in hoops. I, against him, with him. What's our? What's my guy Josh Gatlin up to, man? I, I, 
I was talking to him before all this went down. I was like, hey, right. you know, because he and I used to hoop all the time. And I said, hey, man, like, you know, uh, I, you're working at this restaurant. I look, oh, like, oh, Marcus is clearly a big part of that. That's cool. Um, yeah. And then you brought him in. I mean, yeah. obviously, because he's somebody you trust, right? Like, what's that relation? How did you leverage your relationship to bring in guys like that? You know, like, well, why was guys, that? We definitely been close. We all came to NDSU at that same time uh, back in 2009. And then, I mean, we just been close ever since. And we've just been like, a, he's been like a big brother to me. I've been like a little brother. I mean, just ever since then. And then I remember he was just like a, Hey, probably last year around this time, he's like, man, I'm trying to get out of Fargo. And he's been up there for so long, and he's like, man, I just don't. But he said, if I leave here, I got I'm at a nice job. I don't want to leave unless I got somewhere where it's going to be comfortable and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. so we were just talking. I'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, if I let you know, just that, find this or that. And then once I got the job at the bar, at the breakfast bar, once I got the spot there, we didn't actually have our liquor license at the time. But I told him, I said, Josh, once we get our liquor license, you can move down here. And so this is in j- j- July or August when I'm talking to him about this. So we didn't get our liquor license till November. So it actually gave him some time to like plan and see things like that. So he'll hit me up, uh, ask me how it's going. I'll give him, I'll give him the feedback. But ever since, I mean, we just always been together. Like, man, we'll go on trips together all the time. Uh, I'll come up there. Man, he'll come down here. He'll come to family events with me just because his family's all the way down to Florida but man we just always kept that brotherhood and we've been yeah. close ever since and it's been great having him as well I mean it, it, it he had experience too right like did, w- when you brought him in did he give his uh, you know two yep. cents on how to run a successful and that was, a, that was another you know, reason why restaurant. I, I thought he would be good because he definitely had some experiences being in bars and stuff like that which I probably I probably like that knowledge there so just having him there, he, he definitely gives us feedback. Or he basically like runs it back there. He's like, man, we should do this back here. This how this, we should put this here. We should have this there. We should make these type of drinks. And he just always and he's always making new drinks, trying to find mm-hmm. new ideas and just to keep our customers happy. Man, they love him. Man, I swear, if you go in there on a Sunday, you'll see everybody's there asking where's Josh or they're there for Josh. And, I mean, they just love his energy. If you know Josh, you know what type of guy he is. You know the type of energy he brings. So. Yeah, 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 people love being around him. Yeah, he's a yeah, great guy. Sure. He cares. He's, he's the nicest guy. guy. <laughs> Marcus, no so, jump uh, shot, but nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marcus, I gotta ask, what made you? And I, I think I know the answer, but maybe it's not the answer. What made you cut your? Man, cool. I don't know. It's a, it's a crazy thing. I was always telling myself, man, I'm gonna cut my dread just because I'm like, because it'll always grow back. So I always will say that. So one day it was just crazy when I cut him. I mean, it was I was always telling myself, okay, it's probably time, probably gonna be going different directions, this and that. So trying to cut your hair, but at just at the time I cut it, I wasn't really ready to cut him. I was really trying to get my hair done. Uh, but the, the lady who who who's doing my hair, she was just so busy, and I was just tired of looking at it. And I just called my barber. I said, mm-hmm. hey, man, I'm about to I'm about to come up there, man, cut the dreads off. And Coop, Coop, I was, and he was like, he, he thought I was playing at first. And, <laughs> hey, I just, I just went with it, man, and I, I actually like it. I, I enjoy it now. It's, it's kind of crazy, it's weird, but I enjoy it. But yeah, it definitely. Lighter, I never said, well, you, you know, man. like I said, it's here. I might, I might dabble there back again. I don't know, but we'll see. 
Yeah, but I'm good right now where I'm at. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I hey Caleb, I got I got nothing. This has been great. No man, this was a great talk. I mean, I love I love hearing stories about people, you know it, you know, yeah. scratching that entrepreneurial itch. And I, the, one of my big takeaways from you is, you know, you surrounded yourself with people who you trusted, and you took your time, you know, analyzing the opportunity. Yeah, no, sure. But at the same time, you took Definitely, action. That's the main thing for sure. You know? Just getting people around you uh, that you I, know I, are in it for the same reasons that you're in it. That's going to care about the business and want to see it succeed. Gotcha. No, that's good. I, I don't got anything either, man. I really appreciate your time. Appreciate you, get, uh, you know, sharing your wisdom. Uh, oh yeah, helping me make fun of Cooper a little bit, you know, <laughs> all those stupid things. I love Coop. <laughs> you, no, I appreciate you guys you having guys, me, though, man. For sure, it was, it was fun. <laughs> no, Marcus. No, re- yeah, I really appreciate you coming on, on Marcus. Really, really do. So, hey, if people don't, if people want to hear more about your story, obviously they know. I mean, they, maybe they'll catch you at uh, the breakfast bar and yep. uh, MN when it opens, right? But if people want to you know, get in touch me. with you or I mean, follow, I'm on you know, Twitter all the follow time your story. Mark Will. And you can also go to our restaurant uh, our restaurant website, uh, breakfast bar at MN.com, and got a story on there and everything about us as well and what we're doing. Awesome. Go check it out. Here's where Cooper comes in. He's probably like, "Hey, you know, like, subscribe to the podcast." You know, that's no, that's at, that's at, that's that's at the end, man. Well, oh, my bad, my bad, dude, my man. But Marcus, it's been it's been real, man. I really we really appreciate you coming on, and um, I'm sure we'll most likely we'll be in touch. And hey, hey look, man, I appreciate open, you. So Whenever you feel like there, coming man. down, man, I'll be there. Let me know. Yeah. All right, I'll see you guys. Awesome. All right, guys. Yep. Appreciate it. Bye. Great episode, Coop. That was good, man. That was good. So what uh, key takeaways? Key takeaways? Sharks swim with sharks. Um, <laughs> you know, I think it's cool that every level he, Marcus played, it, he noticed that it required him to be better. Yep. And then yep. in, his, in his business life, uh, business stuff. I mean, you stick with people you trust, stick with people smarter than you, um, leverage your relationships. Sounds like he did all those, you know what I mean? Yeah. What about what you got? Um, so two things. I loved how he was always thinking ahead and mm. that's so key to anything you do. You always got to it's like chess. You always got to be so many moves ahead. Um, you know, they say there's a saying that the best chess players are 25 moves ahead. And so that's, that's how you got to be. Yeah. That's, that's how you got to think about your life. And Marcus is a perfect example thinking of, you know, he was still in the league when he started thinking about what's next, having that plan. You know, you hear a lot of guys that get done with that next, you know, with that part of their life sports whatever um and it's like they have no plan you know i'm sure there's i don't know what the numbers are but there's that statistic where 
you know, certain percentage of players or professional players end up broke. Oh, the NFL is notorious for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, you know, we had CJ on here and now we have Marcus. Uh, These guys were thinking of ways to not lose money, like increase their income. And uh, that was, that was so powerful when he, when, you know, just having that foresight, you know, seeing what's coming and reacting um, or taking action uh, and creating a plan. So I thought that was great. And then on our earlier episodes, we talked about this whole thing with the virus, coronavirus, whatever, and like what you're doing with your time right now. And uh, I, I've been seeing so many other business minded people uh, doing things, you know, whether if they own a bar or, uh, you know, a, a office space, whatever, but they're doing things now. So when the economy gets going, that those guys are on the ground running. They're not having a jump start. Mm. And you heard you heard Marcus. They're they got they're working on things. Um, they're adding a patio, which is I can't imagine how much that's going to br- you know bring him in. It's going to cost uh, me some money. I can tell you yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but just 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 thinking of what your next move is going to be during this time. You know, there's a, you, you know, you really can't go out, you can't really do much, but you can still be training your mind or, uh, you know, we talked about reading or just analyzing, thinking, analyzing looking at different opportunities because there's going to be opportunities. Um, but if you're not looking for them, they're not going to be there. So I just I just love those two things that Marcus did and is doing um, right now. So I, I kudos to him. Kudos to him. So kudos to him. Appreciate him, you know. Hanging out with a couple, you know, normal knuckle draggers like <laughs> you know, like me, not Cooper, but you know, oh, I'm, a, I'm a knuckle dragger too. Don't about that. Don't nah, know. nah, you good. Uh, man. Um, Great so, episode. Hey, just so everybody knows, we are reading um, Legacy, Legacy by Legacy James right Kerr. Now. I'm I'm gonna drop a hint. The next book is probably it's gonna have oh. something to do with. It's either, I don't know if they're ready. I don't know if they're ready. I, I, it might be a book about a trainer of a, a couple of really good basketball players. Oh, okay, okay. I see. I see it, where you're going. It okay. might be that book. We'll see. You know, but right now we're reading Legacy. I'm liking it so far. Cooper probably hasn't started yet. But dude, why are you gotta <laughs> put me on blast? Just I'm finishing up a book right now. I'm almost done. All right. Yeah. Okay. Man. We'll see. Anyway, anyways, guys, please. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't we still you know still you know looking for feedback um so anything that you guys can give us much appreciated i need to talk to my wife she needs to subscribe she hasn't subscribed yet wow like but she she's the first one to give me uh <laughs> feedback <laughs> see you know what i did coopers i took my wife's phone and just just did, did a, it i'm did, I'm a, did a couple that. little items hey uh at some point here <laughs> Too. I know. I know. The, a big. Like we had some te- technical difficulties today. I appreciate you guys. You know, rocking with us through that. Um, sometime in the near future, Cooper and I are going to, you know, invest in a better setup, some better software, and we'll get rid of that. But we appreciate everybody who does listen and yeah. who talks to us afterwards. Man, I love when I get texts afterwards. Like, yo, when you were talking about this, it made me think about X, Y, or Z. Love that. See, I don't get those. You're, you're, yeah, whatever, man. Hit up Cooper, man. He's lonely. <laughs> He's been quarantined. Uh, now, great episode, Cooper. Appreciate everything you do, man. Can't wait to talk to you again. Yep.
Everyone have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye.